0: Hi, I'm Gillian McMichael. I am founder of Full Circle Global. I'm a master coach, coach supervisor and coach educator alongside being a show Center, meditation, Ayurveda and perfect health teacher.
1: Gillian, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I wanted to ask you this first question. How did you end up in professional coaching business.
0: So about 20 years ago, because I've been doing this now 20 years in, well, coming up to 20 years in December, I um, was working in human resources. I was a global HR business partner and learning and development specialist within the business that I worked within. And I was feeling a little bit frustrated. I'd traveled a lot with my work. I was just feeling a little bit jaded and I'd kind of was probably lost a little bit of the connection that I had with the organization and what it was doing. And out of the blue, I don't even know what possessed me, but I decided to pick up the newspaper one Friday. And um, I saw the tiniest of adverts. I mean, it was literally like a postage stamp size advert in this huge broadsheet on Friday. And it said, train to become a life coach. And I thought, oh, that sounds quite interesting, because I had been doing coaching at work. I've been bringing coaching back into the organization because we had a, a US operation as well. So Coaching was really big in the States versus back here in the UK at the time. And so, you know, I was really fascinated by this, but i would not had any formal training in life coaching as such. And I thought, well, you know, if anything, this might help me learn more about myself. Um, but I'm also going to learn a load of tools and techniques alongside that could be useful. And so I in- investigated, I-, I ended up going on the course and it completely like blew my world open, Um, completely made me look at things in a whole different perspective. And I thought, right, this is definitely the career for me. And so after doing the training and around six months after I'd I'd fully qualified to be a professional coach with the International Coach Federation, I decided to to bite the bullet and left my job, which was quite risky at the time um, because I didn't have a lot of money spare, but I had enough for a few months and just set up the business and and off I went. And I have to be honest, I've never looked back since. It's been amazing.
1: Excellent. You've said that, Personal transformation is the key to unlocking your greatest potential. You made a a, a personal journey yourself, or you started one 20 years ago. What exactly, though, is personal transformation?
0: So I'll describe it from my perspective. For me, I think it's a journey of self-discovery. And what I'm meaning by that is that, you know, most of us, you know, we're all born with the same amount of potential we're born with a purpose. Some of us don't ever figure what that out is, is throughout our lifetime, but we're all born with purpose, passion, and potential. And our passions grow and develop as we get older. Um, But, you know, as a human being, we, we, we only ever reach 10% of our human potential in our lifetime, in terms of our physical body. And for me, you know, when you think about it, that's 90% of that human potential being left dormant. And I suppose, if you take yourself on a journey of self-discovery, if you you get to know yourself intimately, internally, in terms of what you know, what are my strengths, what are my key talents, what am maybe what am I here to be doing in my life, then it can unlock more of that potential that then leads to that personal transformation. I mean, when I started coaching, I didn't I didn't really know where I was heading. With coaching, um, but what I did know is that I wanted to make some significant changes in my life. And I think when you you embark on a on a journey of personal transformation, you stop looking out at those outside goals like earn more money, you know, um, achieve a big, you know, buy a bigger home. And there's not to say that these things are not important because they are, because that's what motivates and drives us. But it takes you away most probably from some of those more materialistic goals. To things like maybe finding more peace, finding belonging, um, finding that sense of connection or purpose, passion,
1: potential. That's so true. Jillian. what makes a good coach? And I, th- I think more importantly, or as important, what makes a good student?
0: Really good question. So I'll start with the coach first, I think, if that's all right. So a good coach for me is somebody who can hold the space for another person, without having an opinion, making making assumptions or judging another person. So I see my job very much as uh, being the person that can elicit information from another person, who can ask the right questions, thought provoke or evoke um, some new learning, some new insight And so in a way, I see us very much working in partnership with another person to help them get from where they are now to where they want to be. And so a good coach will be able to, you know, connect with that that passion for supporting another person, um, asking those thought provoking questions and really the ability to listen deeply to what's being said, but also what's not being said. If we flip it to a student, um, then I would say someone who is also willing to go on a journey of self-discovery, equally as you would do as a coach, but someone who is prepared to listen, to understand, to become maybe more of a, I would class would be a compassionate observer of themselves, so that they can get to understand and get to know themselves in in a new way as a learner or as a student, um, but also somebody who is willing to receive feedback, observations and to consider new ways of looking at things and new ways of doing things.
1: You talked about. um, Finding some of those inner goals, right, so like happiness, uh, belonging, peace, and I think especially over the past two years people's definition of, of success uh, has changed. You know, we've been forced to spend time alone in isolation uh, more so than than ever before. Perhaps we've been reflecting more upon, you know, what we define uh, as success. How do, how do you define success for yourself, Jillian? And, and I'm curious, has this changed over the past couple of years for yourself?
0: yeah it's really interesting it has and um, you know i've always been i would say absolutely i've always been very ambitious in my business and i still am ambitious um but i think since covid um we just moved house literally uh, the month before my husband and i my son and just before covid hit and we moved out of the city center into more of a rural area and i mean it's not massively rural but we have a big farmers field in front of us we have a forest nearby that we can go for really nice long walks in and and I think always being a city person, you know, having lived in big cities, I think moving to um, somewhere kind of that's not in the city and, and the COVID kind of hitting, it made us, made me and my whole family actually really think about, well, how are we going to spend our time? And and instead of doing all the things we would have done normally, we didn't, we couldn't do any of those like everybody else. So we spent time in nature. And that actually have to be be honest has been a real catalyst for big change for me walking around this farmer's field being outside in nature walking running cycling just being outside has just kind of unlocked a new kind of side for myself which actually goes back to those words like peace fulfillment contentment but what it did do is make me reshape my whole business and so having had these big, grand aspirations for business, and I, I, I still do have aspirations, what I did, though, is I, it made me really reshape what I was offering, which meant the work that I did and now do has changed some, somewhat. Um, but also my approach to how I'm running my business and my approach to how I'm living my life has changed on the back of COVID. And and I know COVID has been very challenging for many people, but for me, it gave me the space to reflect. It gave me the space to literally press the pause button and to genuinely reevaluate what's important to me now. And and I would say that in a piece, um, living with a more fulfilled and contented um, kind of side to myself without necessarily all this this need to kind of push and pull all the time in the outside world has brought me so much more joy. And I I hope that as we come out of this pandemic and as life goes back to, well, goes into whatever it's going to be, I'm going to hopefully still hold on to being more mindful and more kind of um, consciously aware of how I'm spending my time and what I'm doing with my time.
1: As we look to wrap up, another tumultuous year and and, and begin uh, anew. What steps would you recommend we take to either continue on our paths to success or I guess to begin to live more successfully?
0: Yeah, good question. For me, there's something about self-care. And I think a lot of people think that self-care can be selfish and I would disagree completely. I would say actually self-care is really important. So this sense of taking care of yourself, being kind to yourself, being that compassionate observer. So really paying attention to what's going on within you. Because I think when the world gets busy again, and it's going to be that way again, we're gonna kind of lose that sense of connection or that opportunity to reflect. And I think those are the things that I would say are quite important. I think the other thing would be just to continue focusing on your well-being as a whole you know kind of make sure that you're sleeping well you're eating well you're getting the right level of exercise you're not kind of overindulging you know because i know certainly for example when all the p- the pubs opened in edinburgh scottish people drink a lot and um, so you know when the pubs opened in edinburgh it was this mad rush where everybody was drinking and you know going wild and stuff and i think i think everybody's just desperate to get out but i think i think we need to also remember though that we've changed We've had to change, and that what was forced upon us, but we have changed, and therefore we most probably need to honor that change now and be more respectful and and aware, consciously aware of of those changes so that we can either reintegrate ourselves into whatever the new world is going to look like, but also to remain and, and to, to to remain connected to some of those things that we ended up doing for ourselves that actually were quite beneficial. Especially, particularly around our well-being, I would say.
1: Jillian, this has been a a really eye-opening and fascinating conversation with you. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, Before I let you go, if if people want to learn more uh, about what you're doing, uh, where can they go?
0: Sure. So you can find me if you have Instagram at The Master Coach. Alternatively, you can find me on my website, which is www.fullcircleglobal.com.
1: Wonderful. Gillian, thank you so much again.
0: Thank you. It's been great. Power your advertising. Working with Active International enables you to fund your advertising using your company's own products, assets, or even services. We have over 30 years' experience connecting and bringing value to businesses all over the globe, helping many brands scale up into household names. Want to achieve more from your marketing spend? Contact Active International today.